Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. Every day in our life, we have to make decisions, 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 multiple decisions. I mean, many decisions we make really without even thinking. We just know what to do because we've already made those decisions in our mind or we're repeating things that we've done. We know that the stoplight's red. We're supposed to stop. Every once in a while, people will go through it because they forgot to make the decision to put on the brakes. But there's decisions that you and I, we know we have to eat. We know we have to do certain things. Those decisions are made up for us. But then there's many things throughout the day that we will have to decide. What will I wear? Where will I eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Then not only where will I eat, what will I eat? Which one should I buy? What about all the reviews? Maybe that one's not the right one. What decision do I need to make in this situation with this person, in this situation in in church, in this situation at work? Where should I stay on vacation? Where should I even go? What place will be the best? And we can go on and on and on in a list of decisions that you and I have to make every day. Do you ever find yourself not knowing what to do or what decision to make? Do you ever find yourself not being able to make a decision easily or in a timely manner? You know, I've noticed as the years have progressed in my life that it has become extremely hard for me to make decisions. Even simple decisions are difficult to make. And can I say this? It didn't used to be this way. So is it that I'm just getting old and my decision maker is broken? Or is it something else? You know, I've talked to my wife often and said, I don't know what it is. I used to just easily make decisions and say, yes, this, this is where we need to do, where we need to go, what we need, this is what we need. And now it's not like that. And I talk to other people and they're like, yeah, it's very hard to make decisions. So what is going on? Have we changed? Has something in culture changed? I think the issue is we have so many, excuse me, too many options to choose from. And not only that, we have the ability to see and search for even more options. You see, before you had to walk in the store and just buy what was on the shelf. There wasn't tons of online ordering. Now we go online, even if we're in the store, to make sure we're getting the best price, make sure uh, that if there's not a better product, and then when we look or search something, how many products come up by different manufacturers? Multiple. And so it's like, which one do I buy? Which company? Which, which uh, model number? It's not like there's just one of these. There's multiple model options. And it makes it difficult to make decisions. And this is just kind of one example, but it goes through the fabric of our society. We are overloaded, honestly, with choices. And because we're overloaded with choices, it makes it hard to make decisions, which in turn... Uh, really uh, produces distractions, creates more busyness in our lives, makes us less efficient. Uh, and even when COVID was in, there were I realized it was even uh, stressed even further. It was exasperated because things that we knew we typically would do to go to the store, go to church and different things, now we had to make a decision if we were, if it was safe. And so that's when I began to see we're overwhelmed with these decisions that you and I have to make. And so the overload of decisions does this. It creates stress. It creates anxiety. It becomes a distraction. It creates unnecessary busyness and consumes too much of our time. My, my son gets on me all the time. You over-research stuff to death. And he's, he, he's right on. I do. 
Uh, I can't just go in and, and, and purchase that one. I want to make sure is there a better deal, the, the different models and the different stores, where should I buy it from? But guess what? I end up spending two hours looking at all this stuff and I could have walked in the store and bought it. We'll talk about that a little more as we go down. But with all the decisions that we have to make, it can mentally exhaust us or cause us not to be able to make a decision at all. And the more decisions we have to make, the more this tumbles and rolls. And so this is really an issue I believe that we as believers and people that are not believers really struggle with. I talk to numerous people and it's just like decision overload. And I believe this is something that keeps us from being with Jesus. And so living the simple life, that's what we're focusing on. This is our last episode looking at that. And we'll move forward with a couple other ideas about how to be with Jesus. But this living the simple life, this simplicity in life is about removing any unnecessary distractions that would hinder us from being with Jesus. Now in Mark chapter 4, verse 19, I just want to read one verse to you uh, here as Jesus said this, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in. They do this. They choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. And I think when we think about distractions and we think about possession stuff, we've already talked about that decluttering our lives. This verse focuses on it. But it says it's in the cares of this world. You see, we have all these decisions because many times we do care what we do, how we spend our money. Many of us are trying to be good stewards. But the decision overload is robbing us of what is most important. So what can we do? We need to reduce the amount of choices that you have to make. So do this. Simplify the small or easy decisions. You can think about this. One of them is clothes. You say, why are you talking about clothes? You already talked about a closet and you decluttered your closet. But leaders like Apple founder Steve Jobs and then Facebook Mark Zuckerberg, they obviously understand the importance of simplifying life. Why? What do you mean? Steve Jobs, he almost always is seen in a black shirt and jeans and tennis shoes. Mark Zuckerberg is typically seen, if he's not having it, does not have a uh, suit on, he's in a gray t-shirt and jeans, or he has the same colored suit. You say, what are you saying? You see, these men understood something about having to make decisions. You say, well, they're not even Christian leaders. That's okay. But they obviously understand the nature of man and the mind, and they learned how to succeed at what was most important to them. It's interesting to me in Scripture that Jesus said the children of this world are smarter than the children of light. What do you mean, Jesus? The, the, the people, the leaders, the men, the women of the world are smarter than the Christians? So obviously we can learn something from successful leaders. So what were they doing? They were simplifying their lives so that the decisions that they had to make, they could make well. And these little decisions of what am I going to put on and what am I going to wear, it was already that was already decided for them. Every single day that decision is made. That is one or two or three or four less decisions that they had to make. That's just one example. You can think about food. You know, we have to decide. Many times me and my wife, we struggle. What do we want to eat now? I mean, we what do we want to eat tomorrow? What do we want to eat tonight for, for dinner? It's constantly just this idea of trying to decide. So maybe plan. Maybe you have certain things on certain days so that you know already Friday is this, Saturday is this, Monday is this, or, hey, these are my go-to places. These are the, the restaurants I like. This is the lunch go-tos, and I'm going to become a uh, just one of those faithful customers and not only that, I'm going to learn to build relationships with people and be able to communicate with them, maybe get the gospel in. That's just sidebar, right? But what we want to do, I'm just trying to throw out some ideas, is reduce the amount of small decisions so you can make good decisions with what is important. 
Now, you may say, look, I, I could not go down to one colored shirt all the time. I understand I like a little variety in my life, but I've learned to minimize it. I've learned, hey, I don't need all these different suits and shirts. Just give me a couple combinations so that I know, hey, this is simple. This is it. You can go as far or far away from it as you want. Another idea of simplifying the smaller, easy decisions is plan out your week or live by a calendar. You say, I don't know about that. Here's the idea. Delegate where your time will go, who you will see, what you'll be doing. So if you plan your week, you can do this. You can answer with ease a quick yes or no when someone requests, ask something of you. If you have your calendar, your calendar will answer the question for you. You don't have to wrestle with, man, I don't really have time. Uh, should I do it? Should I not? If you plan your week, your month, however you want to look at it, your day, and you live by that, it answers that for you. Does that fit in or not? Yes or no? Is there a time this week? Yes or no? No. How about next week? Does it fit in with what your goals are in your life? You know, many times we need to learn how to say no more than yes. I remember that advice coming to me as I went through uh, Bible college and was learning about ministry and so forth. And I kept hearing uh, one uh, older gentleman, and in wise words, he says, you're going to have to learn how to say no because people are going to ask good things of you, but you can't do it all. And I have to devote, I have to look at everything through the lens of my creative purposes. As a husband, as a father, as a preacher, as a director of CFC, as the, the leader of ECUMP, I have to look through those eyes. And if that stuff is not getting what it needs and I'm giving my attention elsewhere, I've got it out of whack. I've got it out of order. I need to say no. So those are some simple things. So look in your life and simplify the small or easy decisions. And then do this. Stop over-researching everything you buy. I said that was a problem that I have. Why? Because it kills and consumes too much unnecessary time. Buy reputable brands, buy maybe less, but buy quality, and try not to get distracted with the many knockoff options. What am I saying? See it, click it, buy it. Don't read through 100 reviews. Why? Because almost everywhere you buy, you can always return it. I understand when you're trying to be a good steward and you're trying to uh, purchase well, that you want to try to make sure, hey, this thing's not a bomb. It's not a. It's not going to explode. It's not just going to break when I get it. So we want to scan through, but... Uh, this is a trap for me. I can spend two hours trying to buy something simple as envelopes. I'm trying to buy something as simple as a calculator. Why? Right? Then here, ask yourself the true cost of buying the item. Think about this. Do I really need it? Or is it just going to be one more thing to clutter my life? Is it going to be one of those things I have to constantly make decisions about, whether I'm going to use it, whether I'm not? Is it just adding one more set of decisions into my life? You know, how much time is this item going to take for me to use, to care for it? You see, when we purchase something, it's an investment of time, and we only have X amount of time. So are you going to have time to truly use it? Are you going to have that five hours to do it? Are you going to have the two hours it takes to take care of it a month or whatever it is? You see, everything we buy requires time. It's not just a possession. So either is we're going to use it and it's going to require time, it's going to require attention, or it's going to be stored or put somewhere and something else is going to be added to it. Then it begins to clutter up, right? Our lives begin to get cluttered, disorganized, and that begins to steal attention. It begins to steal time, peace in our life. So ask yourself, do I really need it? 
How much time will it take away from my already busy life, from my family, from my goals to be a student, to graduate, to, uh, for my family, my wife, my husband, my kids, or will it add to, and it may be that not everything's bad and some things you do need. So we could list so many more things, but the idea is to identify what decisions you have to make and to reduce the easy decisions so you have the mental energy, the mental clarity to focus and to make the bigger decisions. The goal is to reduce the busyness of our lives, which the plethora of decisions each day just fuels so we can intentionally spend time and energy on what is most important. What is that? To be with Jesus. You see, as we're being with Jesus, we're going to have our happiness. As we're being with Jesus, we're going to understand and fulfill our purpose in life. As we be with Jesus, we will filter out our schedule. We'll filter out the possessions. We'll filter out the, uh, the things that are expected of us. Our, our schedule and everything will be filtered through that lens. As we be with Jesus, our goals will be his goals. We will be the family person. We'll be the student that we're supposed to be. Now, you may be thinking all this stuff about living a simple life, about having just one colored shirt or, uh, you know, doing all these things, decluttering our life, decluttering our house, our closet, whatever. You may This may be a radical approach to following Jesus. This is like outside the box. This is not what I typically think of uh, when it comes to following Jesus. But as we said at the very beginning, when we talked about business, the greatest enemy to our spirituality and our spiritual growth is busyness. And the only way to cut through that busyness, because it's everywhere in our culture, we can't necessarily just make the culture change. We have to change. And when our culture is going one way and we go the opposite direction, that's going to be a radical change. But there is nothing more radical in life than following Jesus Christ. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.